0: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh. My God. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tanner girl go shopping! Yeah. Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on Uni Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat. I am the host, and if you are not familiar with what Couch Talks is, it is the special bonus episode of You Need Therapy Podcast where I, Kat, answer questions that you guys, the listeners, send to me and you can send those to katherine at Podcast.com. Now, the questions always will remain anonymous so you can feel safe sending in whatever it is that you would like me to answer. The only thing that I say to y'all around that is, If you do not want something read or said on the podcast that is in your email, please let me know. And yeah, just include the information that you feel comfortable sharing. And I won't add anything else, especially your name, where you're from, your address, your email address any of that good stuff. Now, I also want to remind everybody that although I am answering your questions on these episodes, I am still not serving in this podcast as a replacement or a substitute for any actual mental health services. Each week, we like to attempt to answer one question. We're going to stay on that track today. And I have a question that I'm really grateful for because I imagine it took a lot of courage to write. And I also imagine there's a lot of people that are going to relate to it. So here it is. Hi, Kat. I'm having a hard time. I recently discovered I was pregnant. The father and I are not together, and he strongly wanted me to not have it. I was in shock, and I was scared. And while it feels like I took time to decide, in hindsight, it was a quick decision, and I chose to have an abortion. I was raised Catholic, though I never really bought into it and don't consider myself Catholic. But that Catholic guilt runs deep. A big part of me knows that I made the right decision to not have a baby with this man. But the other part of me is so sad and I feel so much shame and guilt. I don't know how I'm going to forgive myself or move past this. If you have any advice or resources, please help. Thank you. Okay, so like I said before, This probably took a lot of energy and courage to send in. So thank you so much for sharing this because I know this question is going to hit home with a lot more people than you might realize. A lot of people listening are going to relate to what you're going through in multiple ways. So the first thing I want to say here is that you are not alone in this. Sometimes our shame, and since you said you're experiencing shame, sometimes our shame can tell us that we're the only ones. And I want you to hear very, 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 very loudly that you most certainly are not. I also think in these situations, we treat ourselves so unfairly where we tell ourselves we regret something or made the wrong decision when we can't really know how we would feel if we would have made the other choice. We don't know how that would have went either. We participate in a thing called magical thinking here, and we assume that the other choice would have been much better than this one and things would have worked out differently or perfectly or what have you in this magical way. And that's something we don't have the ability to know within our own human brains. What I do know is that 99% of the time we do as humans the best we can with what we know and what we have in the moment. And there is no way for us to do better than that. We can't know things before we know them, and we can't make decisions using information that we don't have access to. For example, how something would make us feel. We can make assumptions, but we can't know what we know until we know it. So instead of running through all the what ifs, if that's something that you're doing, I would really, 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 really strongly encourage you to ask yourself a more helpful question here, which is, what is? Now, the other part here is the religious guilt aspect, which is especially curious in your situation in ones like this, where one doesn't actually believe or practice the religion, but their rules and values are still held subconsciously as, in quotes, right. And this, I think, stems a little bit from the whole group think phenomenon, you know, like if all these people hold this is true, should I? If all these people have said this, should I? If all of these people in the past have thought this, should I and will I? And what you might be doing is differentiating from the majority. And that's often seen as evil rebellion, especially in religious sex, right? So if I'm kind of veering off to to the left and the right versus going down the straight narrow path that has been laid out before us that's seen as this evil sort of rebellion you know like the devil's in you or Satan has a hold of you or the enemy has seeped into your brain versus just simply individuation of self where we actually get to think for ourselves that's not necessarily evil and I think in a lot of religious and even non-religious areas, it's just different language. But when people do not do what the religion says is right, a lot of times that kind of language is used to manipulate. Sometimes it's not so conscious. Sometimes it's not calculated, but it is a form of manipulation where we use this language that can kind of convince us That something's happening that's not. Just because you're making a decision that does not align with a certain religious group, it doesn't mean that the devil is in you. And it doesn't mean the enemy has won. It doesn't even mean you believe in any of that. And that doesn't mean it's bad. Even if somebody does think it's bad, that doesn't also mean that you have to think it's bad. Again, individuation, that's actually a very, very healthy thing to do. So I would ask, what do you believe that is telling you something is wrong? Or telling you that you did something wrong. And I I say it this way because guilt sends us the message that we did something wrong. And if you're experiencing guilt around a decision you made, what did you do? And what do you believe that is telling you that that thing is wrong? Versus what do other people believe that is telling them that I did something wrong? And do I actually believe that? If I don't, and I still feel icky around it, I still feel like I did something wrong have you actually worked on deprogramming yourself to not believe this anymore especially if you grew up in a certain area or you've grew up maybe you adhered to a certain religion and then some you've you've changed your mind when our brains and bodies aren't working together like I don't actively think this however I'm feeling this in my body it's like something that's you know living in my tummy or my chest feels tight or I have this anxiety. Sometimes when our, our brains and our bodies aren't working together in unison, it's because my current thoughts and my past experiences aren't lining up and it actually takes some work to realign them. Because if I move through something and I tell myself that it's wrong for my whole life and or bad, so let's say this is easy to use this as an example. Like if I, my whole life have believed that ice cream is bad and ice cream is not good of the devil. You know, every time I eat ice cream, I'm going to be telling myself that it's bad and my body is going to remember that experience or I'm not going to eat it at all. And if I change my mind, but then I'm eating the ice cream, my body's going to remember the experience and I might not have attached that new belief system to it. So we might have to do some deprogramming, some reconstruction of my own belief system and that can take some work some active work versus just telling myself i'm I'm supposed to like flip this switch just because i don't want to believe this anymore i also want to say it's okay to feel about this it's okay to feel sad about this it's okay to have feelings about this experience that you have had and i would really encourage you to ask what your sadness is about versus giving it an automatic label that would just like you know make sense of i feel blank because of blank Maybe you have some sadness for yourself for how the experience went down, what happened, the tough choices you had to make, the pressure you felt. And I don't want if it is sadness that you're feeling to automatically get labeled that you're sad about your choice, which means that you did something wrong. What if you were just sad that you had to even make a choice? you were bummed that this was something that was part of your story that necessarily, it's not, it's not a moral good or bad thing. That's just a thing. And it's okay to have feelings about things, which probably is the most enlightening sentence I have ever said on this podcast. It's okay to have feelings about things. I would really encourage a lot of conversations and processing with safe people around experiences like this, specifically with a therapist, if those are resources that you have available and that you can access. A lot of this kind of stuff is healed through relationships it's healed through conversations experiences not just with our with our own thoughts in our head because sometimes we can tangle those up so i would really encourage you when you ask for resources and advice i can't necessarily give you a protocol here but what i i do want to suggest is allow resources yeah, there can be podcasts and books and things that can be really helpful, but the, I think the most impactful resource here would be meaningful relationships, meaningful conversations with safe people who are there for you versus an agenda that they want you to adhere to. So I hope you have those people in your life or you can start on a journey to find those people in your life. Shame tells us to keep quiet. You know, I go, going back to the beginning, you're not alone. Shame is going to tell you that you're alone and it's going to tell you to be quiet. Don't talk about this because, you know, it should be a secret that nobody else finds out about it because it's bad. Because shame's telling you that you are bad for this decision. And shame is often, often, often a liar. And the more we stay silent in our shame, the more secrets we're going to have within ourselves. And a lot of times, secrets are what makes us sick emotionally. So it doesn't mean you have to write this on social media. It doesn't mean you have to do a shout out from the rooftops. That's not what I'm saying here at all. Telling one person can be, and having a conversation with one safe person can be what you need. But I want to encourage you to allow yourself to release the shame by speaking it into the world and maybe into a friend, a therapist, a, a safe person. Maybe you even start with a pet that pet can even be a fish. That might be the stepping stone. So yeah, I hope that was helpful. As usual, I always hope that these episodes are helpful in some way. And thank you again so much for sharing that and for being open and vulnerable in asking a tough question that is going to do it for me today. Again, couch talks, you guys can write in any questions, feedback. If you have feedback about a couch talks question, I always welcome those to share your feedback, maybe things that helped you, um, maybe ways you relate to somebody that has written in that might be helpful for them to hear. Uh, That could be really powerful. So if you have anything that you want to send to me, katherine at youneedtherapypodcast.com, you can follow us on Instagram, at Unitherapy Podcast and at cat.defada. And I will be back with you guys on Monday for another new episode. Until then, I hope you have the day you need to have. Bye guys.